Hi everyone and welcome to Training for Life Redeemed. I'm your host Dan. Today I'm joined by my father David Jackson. We are going through the book of Matthew. We've been doing this series for quite a while now. We're looking at chapters 16 and 17 today which is quite a pivotal piece really. I know in Definitely in Mark, it's like the corner, it's the middle, it's how the whole book pivots on this yeah. on this passage. Uh, and I think it's similar in Matthew, not quite the, you know, it's not the exact middle of the book, but <laughs> there is still this whole, this is where, where we're coming to. So chapter 16 starts, Dad, with the Pharisees coming and testing Jesus, saying they want a sign, straight after he's fed 5,000 people, <laughs> walked on water, and then fed 4,000 people from very little. Yep. Um, they sort of missed that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jesus seems to think they should have gotten that. But <laughs> yeah, well, certainly the healings. Yeah. I mean, healing all these people on both sides of the lake. Um, yeah. 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 It's hard for the, to know what they were thinking. Just go, yeah, I need a sign. Did they come up from Judea or something? <laughs> yeah. They they just missed it themselves. (laughs) They missed it. (laughs) Missed it big time. Then Jesus uh, moves away from Capernaum again, Mm -hmm. and he heads up to Caesarea Philippi. Is that the right? Caesarea Philippi. Good, got the right one. Yep. Um, So up in Caesarea Philippi is where we're going to have Peter's confession that, yeah, where else have we to go? Your Christ. Christ. So why is this so important to start with? Um, why is the location important for this stuff happening? Because we're going to have the, you know, Peter's going to confess he's the Christ and they're going to go up Mount Hermon, which is right there. Yeah. And Jesus is going to transfigure it on Mount Hermon and have Moses and Elijah appear and all that kind of stuff. It's quite a, a, some key events happening. Yeah. You know, God's going to speak again, which he hasn't done since the baptism. Well, at least not anything not but Jesus. Out loud. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Now, this is, this is brilliant. This is, um, you got to picture Jesus is preparing his disciples for what he knows is going to happen, but they don't. So they've got it fixed in their idea that that we're looking for the Messiah, the Davidic king. He's going to come and set up his kingdom in Jerusalem. Romans are going to disappear. We're going to, you know, the people of Israel are going to come back to Yahweh. Um, they're going to be a faithful generation like it was under Joshua. And God's going to take care of all the bad guys and... The kings of the earth will start bringing tribute into Jerusalem. We're all going to be rich. You know, it's peace in our time at last. So this is their eschatological, their end of the world view of how it's going to work. So why not just align yourself with the life of Moses and Elijah? Yeah. <laughs> bit of a juxtaposition. A bit of a juxtaposition. <laughs> so Jesus has to take these guys aside. And quietly remember, we're keeping all of the plans a secret from the enemy, hmm. but we're going to take these guys aside and let him in on the secret. Well, the secret is he's going to go to Jerusalem and he's going to get dead and rise again, and this is going to come as a bit of a shock. It doesn't work in their thinking. So the thing to watch in Matthew 16 is that Jesus uses three titles. So who do you say that I am? You're the Christ, the Son of the living God. Cool. So we've got the Messiah thing right, the Davidic king. But Jesus refers to himself as the son of man. And in a little while, we're going to go up to the top of Mount Hermon and God the Father is going to use Isaiah's words and say, this is my son. Only the word son there is the word for servant. And he's identifying Jesus for the second time as the servant that Isaiah talked about who was going to die. So how do you put together Messiah, King, 
ruling in Jerusalem, son of man, God, enthroned. in, in yep. human form, enthroned in heaven, and he's going to die to pay for our sins. How can the one person do those three things? So in this text in Matthew 16, Matthew 17, all three titles are in play. And Jesus is going to reveal to the 12 that he is the Christ, the Son of Man, and he's going to tell them that he's going to die and rise again, but they didn't hear that bit. Yeah. <laughs> They're still in shock about the dying part. And Peter goes off his rocker, as Peter tends to do, a spokesman for all of us. Yep. Um, no, 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 you've got the plan wrong. <laughs> you know, you, the Bible says. <laughs> Let's tell Jesus what the Bible says. Um, you know, that's not what the Messiah is going to do. And he just goes, get behind me, and he calls him Satan. And the word Satan means opponent. Hmm. So Peter is standing in the middle of the road opposing where Jesus is going, and he says, uh-uh, you follow me, you don't block me. Get behind. So, okay, we're all confused now. Yeah. And then he says, right, you three follow me. Now, I I used to think, I don't know about you when you read the Bible, I used <laughs> to think he went up the high mountain. And I'm thinking, okay, it must have been breakfast time when they had this conversation and he's gone for a walk up, you know, <laughs> up the hill. They've had lunch at the top of the hill and then they've come back. You're thinking of a hill, not a mountain. <laughs> I certainly wasn't thinking of Mount Hermon. So we go to Israel and we're at Caesarea Philippi and where where Peter's having this conversation, you remember, there's this big cave and there's a mm. temple to the Greek god Pan and it's the centre of Greek-Roman pagan worship. Yeah. And you're going, it's also the source of the Jordan River, mm. and you're going, you know, we're going to go to the place where they worship the pagan gods and go, and who am I? <laughs> you know, you're the Christ. You're the son of man. Okay, we got that bit right. Now let's climb the mountain. Yeah, about a week later. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is a week later. He's, I reckon, I, I did a little calculation in there. Luke says about eight days. He, Jesus doesn't travel on Sunday. On Saturday, rather. So six days he's traveling. They go up a mountain. It says six days. And I'm thinking... Okay, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. He's up there getting ready for the Sabbath. And eight days, roughly a week. Yeah. That's Luke's account. Well, hang on a minute. Where does he take him? 30-kilometer hike. Up. That's <laughs> that's if you were on a high wire. If you're actually walking it, it's more like 50 or 60K. Yeah. And you get up and you're climbing what, 2,000 metres? Yeah, it's pretty high. It's pretty high. So you get up there. It's snow-covered. <coughs> Forgot to mention that. <laughs> and <laughs> we're camping. And all of a sudden, Jesus starts glowing. Hmm. So you've got to imagine the backdrop of the snow and he's glowing. <laughs> and if, you have, if you've got the key of the Old Testament, you're going... Yahweh, Mount Sinai, Moses, face glowing, except mm -hmm. it's all of Jesus glowing. And Elijah too. Both of them got to see God. You know, Moses a lot more than yeah. Elijah, but Elijah gets to see his back, right? As yeah, he, and as he goes off. And they're both doing it on Mount Sinai. But yeah. we're on Mount Hor uh, Hermon, Herman. which is at the other end of Israel. Now, 
Okay, what are we doing here? This is the place where the Canaanites believed Baal and El and Asherah and all their pagan gods were cavorting with one another and building palaces and, you know, having sex with everything that moved, be they gods or humans. Um, this is the place where evil happens. All your superstitions are here. And Jesus goes up there. And these gods are having babies called sons of God. And there's one mad group of um, Jews at the time who thought angels arrived down there and went and had sex with women, and that was the beginning of all our problems. So Herman is a really significant place. This is where the sons of God, hmm. the, you know, the fallen angels were doing, supposed to be doing their thing, and all of that mythology. And Jesus, God the Father comes along and says, uh-uh, no, this is my son. Forget those other ones. This is my son. Right of the Hebrews says, when God ever say to an angel, you're my son, Hebrews 1.5, this is my son. Yeah. Listen to him. <laughs> Elijah's there. Moses is there. What do they have in common? You can't find their body. Moses dies. Up on a mountain. Up somewhere. on a mountain. And God says, don't bother going looking for him. Hmm. Elijah doesn't die. He goes straight up to heaven. Now let's think. Son of man in heaven, ruling. Son of David on a throne in Jerusalem, ruling. Servant of the Lord, this is my servant. Mm -hmm. Dead. How does it work? Answer? Resurrection. Yeah. So he's got the three up there, and the thing that they're going to discuss as they come down the mountain is, what's resurrection? Because that's the key to who Jesus is. He is the one who will rule from heaven. He will come back and rule on earth, and he will die to pay for our sins, but he will rise again. And he is the whole package. And we're going to go to the most significant places where people believe rubbish and go, no, this is the one. Well, now, that sounds like a good place to stop. There is a little bit more left in the, in oh. the story that we were going to chat about, but... Um, that's the last bit is just about Jesus coming down and healing a demoniac yeah. uh, at the end there. It's sort and, of icing on the cake. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's kind of like, you know, come down, disciples haven't done it. You know, you can only do it by prayer. And so actually, my pastor preached on this not too long ago, and he was saying, he was actually talking about how the disciples, by coming to Jesus, they are, in fact, praying, praying. by coming to him. And then he says, it comes out by prayer. Out you get. Yep. Uh, <laughs> And then the last little bit in chapter 17 is the paying the tax for the temple, oh, which I think links really well with the resurrection stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does. You, you know, the, you're paying a tax to support a building in Jerusalem, and God hasn't been in that building since 520 BC when they put it back up again. It's an mm. empty box, and you're paying the temple tax, which they invented for the second temple, um, and... Jesus, there's great controversy about who's supposed to pay the tax. They get to Peter's house. They've had this big hike. They've been, you know, 50, 60 kilometres north. And they come down. They're home. Their wives and kids are all waiting for them. They get to Peter's house and the Pharisees are waiting. Do you pay the tax? <laughs> and Jesus just walks straight past them into Peter's house and ignores them and leaves Peter to say, yeah, we do. Go away. <laughs> and he goes inside the house. Jesus says, um... Yeah, go go fishing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you, you, you'll find the money there. I'm not put, the people who've donated money to support Jesus, the real temple. We don't take their money and pay for an empty box. Hmm. Go fishing, <laughs> and you just you love the uh, the wit in the way Jesus deals with these twisted, demented people who want to take out the one who's come to save them. Um, but I just I like that picture that we've arrived at Peter's house back down from the mountain, from Caesarea Philippi, and it's like this big fair... I, I picture what follows here um, like a big fa- family barbecue at Peter's place mm. with the 12 disciples and their wives and kids. Um, you know, we're home, and he just gathers his ducklings together and they're having a little family ga- clan gathering. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that does bring us to the end of this episode. If you would like to come and grab the study notes for this episode, please head to trainingforliferedeem.com slash 74. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave us a review and make sure you hit the subscribe button and come back and join us next week as we continue to look through the book of Matthew.